0: Welcome to Sports Talk, KC. This is DB's 1492.
1: This is late 86. And this is your boy, Calviar, a.k.a. Cowboy. Uh, Let's start another week off of Sports Talk, KC. We actually do have a stupid bitch, maybe even the stupid bitch of the decade, the millennium, or the rest of fucking people existing on planet Earth. Antonio Brown was recently cut by the... uh, New England Patriots due to another sexual allegation. Also heard rumors of him threatening Brittany Taylor, the first woman that had a little bit of uh, sexual allegations that she was throwing against A.B. Uh, Would you like to go ahead and uh, reiterate on that, uh, Lee? Yeah, man. With the stupid bitch
2: Antonio Brown. Like you said, man, he goes down in history as the stupidest bitch. Um, Like I told you guys before, man, every podcast we bring this dude up it's a day-to-day hourly to hourly thing um he needs psychological evaluation um the dude is bipolar um just to touch bases on like you said yeah he um supposedly when Brittany taylor the first lady came out and accused him of the sexual allegations uh he then proceeded you know, to send her threatening text and stuff like that. So the dude is just all over the place, man. He's just just in a real bad spot right now, man. Um, like I said, that dude needs all kind of um psychological evaluation because the dude is just is just gone, you know. Um like I said, it is a second woman <clears throat> that has accused him of things. The dude is just he's just a circus, man. You know, tweeting every tweeting him pitches him and Tom Brady and stuff like that, tweeting of the football that he caught in the game against the Dolphins. Like, dude, come on. Like, you're out of a fucking job. Your fucking career is possibly over. Like, this, I ain't got much to say on AB, man. The the beat goes on. So, what you got to touch on that, D?
0: Yeah, he's the uh, stupidest bitch I've ever seen. Um <laughs> up there giving up 30 million dollars in guaranteed money. Um yeah, you're a stupid bitch. Um yeah.
1: Um yeah. Yeah, I mean that's cut not, not to cut y'all beats. This is uh, I saw a breakdown of his salary. He's supposed to get 30 million dollars with the Raiders. Right. Got Raiders. Went to the patch for nine million. He was supposed to get paid yesterday some of that money, guaranteed five million of that guarantee of that nine. Huh. This cut that all he made this year so far was a hundred K a little bit over a hundred K, that's it. Mm-hmm. this year.
2: Because, see, all of see the contract with the Raiders and the uh. Patriots, who just released him, you know, recently cut him um, or released him. It was all incentive. It was both contracts was incentive based. Um, he had to perform to forget you know, to even receive the guaranteed dollars. So the dude is just in a messy situation. You know, I don't care. He's not with the Patriots. So I really didn't give a fuck. He was with the Patriots no fucking way, you know, but mm-hmm. fuck him. Yeah. Fuck
0: AB.
1: And do you have anything else to say on that beat? Sorry to cut no, you off on that. Good.
0: Uh, I just want to pose a question. Have we seen anybody else within league history have, like, this fast of a uh, meltdown? Because I think so. No, man. I think
1: <laughs> I, I think at this point, man, the league has it out for this man because he – like, I I have never, especially with any sexual allegations – let's go back to – Ben Roethlisberger, when he had a couple of, them. Huh. he never got a uh, cut. Uh, I don't even remember. I, I think he may have got
0: suspended. I don't think that I don't mean to cut you. I don't even think, he, uh, got some... I think he
1: had a big Ben that stuff. Hey, that happened a couple. Of yeah. And uh, as for somebody getting tossed by a team like that, I have never seen this. Uh, besides, with a uh, Go back with the uh the Ravens uh, running back when he knocked when he uh, <laughs> obliterated his girlfriend in that elevator. Yeah, it took a while to even get cut. All right, right. <laughs> all right, Excuse me. So no, I've never <laughs> seen nobody fall <laughs> this fast. Yeah, and like I said, he played for the Patriots, and uh, I have to say this because I'm a, I'm a fan of the old fashioned. Uh, I enjoy him just as much as Robert Kraft. Uh-huh. Uh, you know uh, anybody that can get away with a sexual allegation within Patriots country is Robert Kraft. He's a uh, old wily veteran of the old fashioned and I can appreciate that. So I will tip my hat to Robert Kraft because mm-hmm. uh, he's the only one that can get away with that within that organization. Uh, if I have anything else on the uh, stupid bitch of the week. It's uh, a Monday night game. That we had last week was what was funny as fuck. It was between the uh, Jets and the Cleveland Brown. Trevor Simeon out, and uh, yeah, I don't know if he's a rookie or what, but uh fault came in and took Trevor uh, Simeon, and uh, they ended up winning. Um, what was it, 23 to three, something hmm. like that. The Browns, yeah, it was 23 to 3. The Cleveland Browns won. Um, just to give you a little bit of a breakdown, Breaker Mayfield had uh, went for 19 to 35 with 300 yards and one TD and one long INT. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Chubb uh, went for uh, 18 carries with uh, 62 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Odell Beckham, OBJ, the watch guy. Went with uh six receptions and one hundred and sixty-one yards, one AD. So uh, they did. They look pretty productive on uh offense as a whole. Chubb also had four receptions, thirty-six yards. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we did all. I think we all actually did pick. Uh, I don't think you picked the uh, Jets. I did. We, we all like picked uh, the game. Yeah, you have anything you want to reiterate on that, Lee?
2: Yeah, it was just like I said, man, when I gave my predictions for this game, um, I knew the Jets were, you know, going to be all over the place with um, the uh, Minos stricken um, quarterback of theirs out. I just knew it was too much for them to overcome. Um, Like I said, we figured that they would stutter on offense and not be able to produce many points in that game. Like I said, they only had three points. Um, like I said, I just predicted that they would be so lackluster on the offensive side of the ball that would give Baker Mayfield and his receivers, um, Jarvis Landry and o- OBJ to really, uh, do some damage. So yeah, that, that was just my take on the game. The game was really fucking born. Um, it was just Cleveland getting more possessions and, you know, winning the time of possession and just capitalizing with chances, with all the chances that they had on the field. So that was my take on uh, the Browns and the Jets. Uh, swing it to beats on that.
0: Yeah. Um, pretty much, you know, they lose their, I guess, backup and now they're down to their third string guy. I mean, that was pretty much a wild cake for, uh, Cleveland there, um, and then I heard I – didn't, I didn't I didn't watch, like, the whole game, but I heard that Baker really didn't have a good game in this game. I mean, like, it was just pretty lackluster. It wasn't – you know, it was okay. It wasn't – he didn't do anything spectacular or anything like that. Um, I'm just not – I just I just don't believe in Cleveland at this point. I mean, I, this is just one of those things you're just going to have to show me. And – and this weekend they play a good, uh, opponent. So that will be a real test for them. But as far as that game, that was just a cupcake. I swing that yeah. That's far, huh?
1: Yeah. That's far, as far as Baker Mayfield. Yeah. It was a very lackluster performance. He went from 19 to 35. So he definitely, um, wasn't all that, uh, accurate, uh, to his receivers at all. So like I said, I'm not big on Cleveland either. It's like, uh, the league or the fans or whoever is trying to crown these guys. And for what, I don't know, but let's go on up to our uh, chiefs talk. We got a real, real big game of the week. Uh, It's the Ravens versus the chiefs. It will pretty much be a national televised game. Anybody that has CBS pretty much is going to be shown this game. This is one of the games that this is one of the tall tell all games for the Chiefs. Uh, the Ravens are flaming hot. The Chiefs are flaming hot. It's our first home game. They did some modifications to the Chiefs field to make it look like the old uh, municipal field from back in the day. We got the gold with the red letters in the end zone, baby. I'm ready to see what my Chiefs is going to do tomorrow. Hopefully they tell a whole in a Raven. Let me go to you, Lee. Let me see what you got on this, man.
2: Yeah, man. Chiefs and Ravens. Um hell of a game. Hell of a game last year, man. Um you know, I expect the same things from that from this game this year as well. Um Lamar Jackson and um the young receiver, he has um Hollywood Brown. Um you know, they have a good uh, run option run first then pass offense that they um do pretty good um run it pretty well with Lamar and you know um have the old Wally veteran back there um what's the uh guy's name uh, that just came from the Saints they're running back Ingram I believe something like that yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh You know, it's going to be a good test uh, for our team um, of what they say uh, a good measuring stick. Third game of the year. Um, Like you said, um, we're at home in front of the Chiefs' kingdom, baby. Uh, Like I said, um, they they they're bringing that like you said there with the field scheme that's that to have I feel like the fans amped up as well, you know that that extra added push from the chief's kingdom, but yeah man it's just gonna uh it's just gonna be a really good game, I feel um like the game last year um it's supposed to be a nice downpour for this game, so mm-hmm. uh, Chiefs, you know, it'd be nice to get a good run game established against these boys um, because Earl Thomas and Earl Thomas um, and company and that feisty secondary of the Ravens, they're going to try to eliminate um, some of those things that um, we do as a unit, as an offensive unit. So um, really important that I'm looking for this game for our Chiefs to do um to be victorious is like i said uh get a run game going i don't know if um shady he he's slated as questionable i do know uh d will damian williams is out for this game so um if shady can go that would be a positive um uh, guys like the train get him implemented in um darwin thompson that is um um Williams, um, you know, it's going to be up to those guys to get, you know, just kind of control the clock because that's what the Ravens are going to do. They're going to try to keep Pat and all receivers off the field. Um, Sammy Watkins, Miko Harman, Kelsey. They're going to try to keep them uh, on the side, you know, on the sidelines. You know how they did kind of last year. So it's going to be a real good game, man. But person that is going to really have a good game I feel is going to be Travis Kelsey and Miko Hartman Um, I just feel like Kelsey is going to be in a lot of one-on-one matchups man and you know he's most of the time probably going to have a safety or a linebacker in front of him. So, um, I feel like he's going to be in a position all day to win those one-on-one matchups out there. So, but yeah, man, you, like I said, man, the Ravens, they have a feisty, a feisty, feisty team. Uh, it's Lamar Jackson. Um, Got some good guys, you know, to back him up on that offense, on um, that defense. They lost a couple guys, um, good veteran guys. Terrell Suggs is no longer there. Uh, CJ Mosley is gone. Um, so, you know, um, but they have replaced those guys. Like I said, Earl Thomas is back there. So it's just, it's just going to be key. Uh, um, Brandon Carr is a good physical man-to-man co- cover that they do have. Um, so it's just going to be important that we, you know, get get some run game going, some play action into kind of, you know, take time of possession in our favor, you know. So with that being said, I might go, you know, uh, I'm not going to take up too much because I know y'all really want to chime in on this as well. So with that being said, I'm going to go with our Chiefs. Um, I'm going to go. 31 to 24 Chiefs victorious against the Ravens. So, um, that's my take on that, all my key matchups that I am looking forward to in this one. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and swing it to uh, Beats on this one. What you got, Beats? Oh,
0: it's the home opener, baby. Um, oh, baby. Um. um Supposed to be a downpour, like you said, uh Lee, with a 95% chance and uh 20 uh mile per hour wins. So um my keys to the game is for one is to ex- to establish a running game with LaShawn McCoy, Daryl Williams, and a sprinkle of uh, Darwin Thompson. Um we do we are gonna miss um Damian Williams in the running game. And we're also going to miss Eric Fisher for a whole game this time yeah. with Cam Irving, number 75, filling in for him. So he needs to step up in the run game also so we can open up those lanes for our running backs. Um, and then um, I'm expecting uh, Baltimore's defense to take away Kelsey on cert- in certain situations, especially on... Uh, key third downs. Um, I'm looking for our uh, wide receivers to step up again like they did against the uh, Raiders, Miko Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, and then hopefully, um, I mean, I know they hooked up a couple times uh, last week, uh, Mahomes and uh, Watkins, but I'm looking for them to uh, get him more involved within the offense as well. Look like they're a little bit. Um, not on script last week, uh, together, but, um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to in the offense. And then as far as the, uh, defense, I'm looking for the defense to, uh, take away their run first, because like Lee said, um, the Baltimore Ravens are going are gonna to try to, uh, come in with the same game plan as last year and use their offense as their best defense to keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, and uh, and so yeah, just stop the run. Do not let them uh, get that going because once you do, if you do let them get uh, get that going, uh, Lamar Jackson can use that uh, run pass option and that <clears throat> and then that can open up things, big things in the passing game. Also, I'm looking for the Chiefs' defense. To um, take away their tight end, uh, I don't know his first name, but I know his last name is Andrews, and that's a big. Uh, that's pretty much Lamar Jackson's first read, and um, and he looks to him into you know as his little as his safeguard on third down, <laughs> and so I'm looking for the Chiefs to at least double their tight end on in key situations, and then as far as the rest of the secondary. Um, maybe, maybe sometimes roll covers to, uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, um, or, you know, um, just, um, keep trying to play back and keep things in front of them. Cause they will t- try to take their deep shots on, uh, on, um, on play action. And so. With that being said, I will take the Chiefs winning this game 34 uh, 26. And I'll
1: see you. It. Oh, so you think it's going so to be a pretty uh, uh, tight tight game there? Uh, yeah. Um, the Chiefs, like I said, is the first home game of the year. I'm looking for Arrowhead to be rocking. Rain, Sleet, Hella Snow. Tornado coming of God, I expect P Holmes to be slinging it around. You can't stop the bazooka. Uh, I don't. I see the Chiefs not running away with it. I do see it being a competitive game. Uh, we do have some missing links going with Eric Fisher and Williamson being out, but hopefully Shady can step up a little bit. I'm really looking to see something out of the uh, rookie. Uh, hoping it to be a breakout game for him and the uh, running back position. Uh, I do see uh, big big things popping with uh, uh Wilkins kind of doubted back last game, so I would like to see some productivity out of him this game. Uh, like I said, we're all taking the Chiefs, and I would go 31 uh, 24, kind of what Lee was saying. We're all got it kind of pretty tight. Uh, like I said, it's the first home game, so I'm expecting Arrowhead to be rocking. I wish I could beat it personally. But, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just to. A-
2: Just to throw throw one more thing in there, fellas, like you were saying, Cal, um, we all got the Chiefs uh, taking it in a pretty close game. But I'm saying it. I'm saying it now. And I'm looking for our defensive front, specifically guys like Chris Jones, uh, Nadi, Okafor. I'm looking for them to, you know, keep the edges set As a unit up front, and I'm also going to be paying attention to these two guys because these two guys are going to be very important in us getting this W at home tomorrow. Number one, it has to be Anthony Hitchens. Anthony Hitchens is going to have to stay down. He's going to have to be locked in and keep, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, Within his sights, we can't, you know, Hitchens is going to be big and honey badger, um, Tyron my, Matthew. Um, he has not had a breakout game just quite yet. Um, how, how I envisioned him to have thus far. Um, so. Yeah.
1: Honey Badger,
2: I'm looking for him to be a key part, like, you know, kind of touching on Beats was saying, you know, to kind of roll coverage down to their tight end and stuff like that, double down on him plus um Marquise Brown. So, you know, uh those three guys are gonna be a very pivotal point with the defense in this game. As long as they as long as them three stay down and stump through the mosh pit all day. We should be good, victorious, 3 0.
1: You got anything guys to re- uh, say on that, DB? Yeah, I just want
0: to get your guys' thoughts on Earl Thomas saying that Baltimore is lucky to have a safety like him, and he's going to eliminate the big plays of the Kansas City Chiefs offense, baby. Hey, D, hey, Beats,
2: you know what? You know what? Uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of expected of Earl to, you know, to do that, cause that's Earl. Um, we know he plays with the with the high confidence and a high high level of intensity. But uh, as far as him, you know, he has to be confident. Uh, he's trying to instill that same confidence with uh, Brandon Carr, uh, their other cornerback. Jimmy Smith. I don't even know if Jimmy Smith is playing in this game. So, uh, he's just trying to instill that in him, but he ain't ever played against Mahomes. So, <laughs> like Cal was saying, man, you, know, you don't know how to defend against that bazooka when you're in the line of fire. So, it, it, we expect we expect Earl to, you know, kind of do that. I expect him to do that, but, you know, you might want to, you know, you might want you know, to watch your tone a little bit there, buddy, you know. Yeah, y'all, y'all got mm, to walk it like you're talking. So, as far as him saying that, it was just a little sound bite. But, you know, it kind of adds a little more fuel to the fire. So, that's to me, it was a good close game last year. So,
1: let's get it. Let's get the show on the road. Yeah, and speaking of Earl Thomas, maybe burnt like a burnt hand Gates and chopped it down order a of crispy fries with, with the sauce on the side. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving along, we're going to go into uh, the Jags and the Titans game Thursday. The uh, Hobbled Jags were coming in 0-2 with their uh, quarterback and everything, their rookie quarterback. Uh, the Jags were actually able uh, – actually did – was able to pull it off against the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans has been pretty tough this year. That's actually one of my other teams that I actually enjoy watching. Other than our Chiefs. Uh, But the Jags were able to pull it off. Uh, Do you guys, uh, uh, Lee, do you have anything to kind of reiterate on the Jags and the Titans game from Thursday night? Oh, man.
2: Jacksonville got back to Saxonville. Shit. <laughs> that boy Campbell up front. And man, I believe them boys had a collective total of nine sacks on Marcus Mariota. So they was all over Derrick Henry and uh oh man, they was all over them cats, man. They run game and you know, they short passing game that they was. They was all over that shit, man. Uh, Jacksonville actually looked pretty good. Um, Gardner Minshew, uh, their backup quarterback that took the place for uh, Nick Foles, he looked pretty good, man. Uh, some real big throws that he made, you know, um, in that game. Uh, kind of the way he did us the first game when he came in, you know, made some nice throws. So just a good all-around um win for Jacksonville you know they wanted to look good you know with all this stuff going on swirling with the Jalen Ramsey talk you know um which we will get into that here in a little bit but yeah but that was just a uh that was just a good showing by Jacksonville man they they played some inspired ball you know they they really shut Tennessee down you know as far as that, uh, as far as the game goes, do you got a little bit to add on the game before we get into the Ramsey talk?
0: Yeah, um, I disagree. I disagree with you with, uh, you know, Jacksonville getting back to Saxonville, you know, and uh, pretty much um, Gardner Minshew just pretty much taking – uh, making the best of his uh, opportunity, you know. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, I think Jacksonville might have found their uh, quarterback of the future, you know, pretty much, just so you got to see how it goes. But, yeah, man, they were uh, – the defense was up there flying around. Um, they were uh, stopping Mariota, Derrick Henry, like you said, Um and then as far as their offense, they're up there running the ball, and you up there, you know, with the short passing game, keeping the offense efficient. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say on that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really a Tennessee uh, fan, as Cal is, you know, but, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that one, buddy. But okay, hey, hey, Tennessee. Fantasy is tough. I like well, Tennessee. They
2: I mean, they a, yeah, they 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 got a they got a you know a good they got a good potent rushing attack. Like I said, you got one of those two headed monsters really in the running game with Derrick Henry and Mariota. It's kind of similar. They kind of try to implement what you know Baltimore kind of tries to do. So anytime you got a run, uh, run first quarterback, he's always going to be a threat. But yeah, they 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 play tough at times, you know. So, but they they, they, they just show that they're you know still kind of inconsistent, you know. If they really wanted to be looked at as a as a powerhouse, they should have took care of uh, business against the Jaguars. So, but uh, they play good at times. But uh, Cal, what you got to touch on the game before we talk about? Um- I
1: mean. I mean, really, I mean, not really too much. Like I said, uh, that Gardner Minshew kid um, is pretty dialed in. Like you said, he's making the best of his situation with uh, Falls being out. And I think uh, Minshew is a little bit older, uh, is an older rookie. I think he got his start late. I can't remember. I remember they was talking about him, but he's not really that young. I think he's, like, in his mid-20s. And – uh but anyway, uh, it just shows he's a little bit more seasoned than a lot of the rooks, man, because he goes in and manages the game quite well. Uh, like I said, I don't really have too much to really say on the game. I actually missed it because I was at work. Um, I just wanted to make sure that we touched bases on the Jags and the Titans. But uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just move it along to Jalen Ramsey because I do. we do got a lot of input on Jalen. He's still available. The uh, trade frenzy goes on with him. There's a lot of teams looking at him, including the Chiefs. Uh, it's just a day-to-day situation on who would get him. Me personally, at this point, I don't think he's going to be moved, personally. Uh, I think if, it's, if something was going to happen, it would have happened last week. And maybe something may happen next week, but I, I don't think so. I don't think uh, the Jags are going to give him up that easily. And uh, while, he's a, while he's a Jag, He's gonna to have to play for the Jags. So I don't, I don't, I don't see him being moved until they get the most opportune value for him. What do you think on the Jalen Ramsey thing?
2: Yeah, like you were saying with Ramsey, man, it's kind of a, a situation to where you really don't know what's gonna transpire with him. Um I have heard that. Our Chiefs has been one of the teams that has uh, inquired about Jalen Ramsey, along with the um, Philadelphia Eagles, um, Baltimore Ravens, um, a couple more other teams, the Oakland Raiders. So there's some teams and some interest there, man. Just to kind of touch on Ramsey, you know, man, just kind of watching that game because I made sure I tuned in to kind of see what kind of how he would be inspired to play knowing all the speculations and everything. But, man, he's one of them guys, man, that quarterbacks are just not going to go to his side of the field. Um, they they got a couple passes off on him. I think think his longest catch um, that was caught on him was like 30 yards or something like that, but not too many catches or passes was thrown his way. He's just one of them guys, man, that's just going to take away – want the a side of a field kind of like how we had in Marcus Peters. I me personally um with Antonio Brown leaving the Patriots I still want Jalen Ramsey. Um uh, because he's just that guy that he's good against the run. He, he 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 wants to tackle. Um he plays with the with the good physicality that I like, man, and the confidence and the swagger so I still want him I don't know if the deal is going to get done like you were saying Cal Um, I don't know what's going to go on with Jalen but me personally I would love to have him um, with in our secondary because he's just going to take away a whole side of of a field man and it just make the whole defense as a unit better so like I said it's if we get him it's just man the well oil machine just keeps on trugging along. But like I said, it's him and Patrick Peterson who I really consider, you know, coming to our secondary. So I would like to get him in my opinion uh, before somebody else snatches him up because he showed in that game. Ain't too many quarterbacks go uh, go throw it his way and test him. So I really want us to get him. I'm gonna swing it to beats on Ramsey.
0: Okay. I kind of agree. I mean, I agree with both of you guys at the same time, to be honest with you. Uh, I do believe that Jacksonville really don't want to trade Jalen Ramsey. And it's going to take a nice penny to uh, snatch him away from them. I'm thinking maybe two first round picks and maybe a second or a third added in just to get him, And then if you if you give up all that, you're you are going to have to sign him to an extension because I don't think he's coming without one. Hmm. Um, so, and then I heard like um, that the Jags owner um, says he doesn't have a problem paying J- Jalen Ramsey anyway. So, um, but that would be a nice addition to the chiefs defense to have a shutdown corner on one side of the field. You know, you don't pretty, you don't have to do too much to help him on that side and you can uh, roll your coverages or, you know, to uh, other areas of the field to take away um, some more weapons. Um, but I, I like Lee, I would like to see the chiefs go ahead and I mean, if you got to pay that price, you got to pay that price. Cause to me, that that will show me that they're really serious about winning the Super Bowl because it's mm-hmm. just, I want to take it to the uh, 2014, 2015 KC Royals. You know, they made deals to where they sent off their young prospects and draft picks to uh, different organi- organizations to get players to help them make a push towards the World Series. And they finally made that push. So I think. Um, if the Chiefs are really serious about this, about winning a Super Bowl, you're gonna have to pay for it. So I would go ahead and make that move. Two first rounders, give them a second or a third if they want that too, and, mm-hmm. and uh, sign them to an extension. But I mean, it takes two to two to tango, and uh, you know they have to be willing to give them up up so. So that's my thoughts on Jalen Ramsey.
2: And just to kind of throw this in here, man, I like that um, I like that analogy that you used. It was just like how the Royals did that year. This and my – I would um, compare this to um, the Royals signing Johnny Cueto that year. Um, it was just one of them over-the-top deals. Like, we're going to go and get this guy, you know, to really solidify our – you know our championship um chase so like you said man i, I love that analogy that you use man because this would be that kind of a deal you know um just period point blank you know uh like you said with the draft cap with the draft capital and everything we don't know you know um there is money that the Chiefs do have um they anthony hitchens just restructured his deal plus a couple more other guys so we have like 26 27 million you know in cap space so but it is something to we don't know as fans um it's just kind of like a roller coaster ride because you know you know uh chris jones is going to be looking for money you know pat um, is going to get his money <laughs> so it's it's just one of them things that if you do you know what it is if you don't I don't feel like it's the end of the world I heard this from some good reputable guys you know I, I, as well like it, it wouldn't be the end of the world for the Chiefs because like I said Patrick Peterson is still out there and they were raving on Patrick Peterson you know before this Jalen Ramsey talk came up so It'd be nice, but it won't be the end of the world. Swing it to cow on that.
1: it's kind of like what you said, man. Like it's like when you sit down and you eat a turkey sandwich and you got some aged potato chips and a pickle. Jaden Ramsey is like that pickle. I can do with the pickle and I can do without the pickle as long as I got my chicken turkey sandwich and my chips. You know, maybe a coke to wash it down. So you know, it would be great to have them. It will be great. We haven't had a shutdown corner since Patrick Peterson, which to my eyes should have never left anyway Marcus peters Marcus peterson'm I'm, sorry I'm just you know Marcus Peterson I'm sorry because he should never get got traded anyway, but it would be great to have him and if we don't get him, it's still super Bowl for us anyway uh so you know like i said i don't I don't see rid of him like that easy man It's gonna take some big moves for any team to get them. But I hope that if a team gets them, I hope it's us. Uh, so let's move it on past Jalen Ramsey and go to the Sunday night game. We got the Rams versus the Browns. they try trying to make the Browns America's team, I guess. We got to see these jokes again on a Sunday night game. But I'm looking forward to seeing the Rams. I haven't seen the Rams game all year. So uh, that should be a pretty good one in Rams' favor. Uh, what do you think about that, Lee?
2: Yeah, um, like y'all was saying earlier, man, about Cleveland. Um, when we was talking about them in the Monday night game, does it seem like they got all these games, you know, and they've been crowned before they have went out and proved anything? But uh, them and the Rams, um, it will be a good game. Now, I do have a question: Is akib Taleb hurt or anything, or is he playing in this game?
1: I have no clue. Uh I have no clue. Okay.
2: Well, that what I was getting at in this ball game. Um I'm a look uh I'm looking to see Marcus Peters and um Talib versus Jarvis Landry and OBJ. Um it's gonna like I said, it I don't know, I really don't know how it is. I, I'm I'm kinda expecting a shootout. Type deal in this game, high thirties between the both of them. Um, you know, I just, I just think that um, it will be a good game. But that's my matchup that I want to see. Um, I want to see if Cleveland is about it, about it how everybody has been proclaiming them to be. And like I said, the Rams, you know, were a Super Bowl participant. So, but yeah, that's the main thing. I want to see the Rams defense versus, you know, I just want to see that matchup between the secondary of the Rams and the receivers of the Browns. I think that's going to be a real pivotal, um, a real pivotal matchup that will determine this outcome. Because if Aaron Donald just fucks up the whole game, like he's capable of doing, just wrecking this whole fucking game, it it'll be the Rams easily. Um, you know. But uh, as far, yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna say a close game, probably you know, thirty eight, thirty four. Um, the Rams. But I just think that, you know, the Rams got a good offense to go with some good pieces on defense, you know, especially that fucking beast, Aaron Donald, up front. So that's my take on that, man. I'm, well, I kind of see them <laughs> fuck the Browns over because everybody been, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, claiming them as champions. So I'm going to go with the Rams in that
1: one. Let me chime in real quick. Taleb will be playing Sunday.
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So it's going go. up. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that Wade Phillips, uh, the Rams' defensive coordinator, I'm pretty sure he will have Marcus Peters matched up. I don't know if he's going to make him roam sideline to sideline, but that's just going to be a good battle, man. Like good two two good receivers versus two shut down corners. That that should be a good game. But I'm going to go with the rims on that. What you got,
0: D? Oh, man, I just disagree with, with you with uh, Marcus Peters, a key to lead, going up against OBJ and Jarvis Landry. Um, and then, like you said, man, you got pretty much the top player, defensive player in the league and Aaron Donald on that line. And Cleveland line is pretty much kind of suspect. So, uh, Baker Mayfield, you know, the great white hope it's not going to have time to, uh, it's not going to have time
1: to throw,
0: to throw the, throw the ball. Um, at least I hope, um, because I'm pretty much taking the Rams in this game. I'm tired of, uh, people up there crowning Cleveland and then them getting all these, uh, you know, Monday, uh, primetime games, you know, just because, you know, they're trying to make Baker, Mayfield, you know, the great white Hope. like I said. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm expecting that um the Rams will win. I'm gonna go 35-23 Rams. Yeah, that's I was, yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna be close at all. I think it's a two touchdown uh, game, huh? You know what? And and, uh,
2: I'm I'm gonna swing this to Cal. I'm gonna just throw that in there. I said 38, 34, but kind of thinking about it, man. I just I see the Rams scoring 30, but I'm not gonna give the Browns 30. You know, I said I got them. I'm not gonna give them that. I'm gonna go the Rams 38, Cleveland 21. You know, I just don't. I just think this is going to be one of them games where Aaron Donald just really fucks them up so it, 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 don't get me wrong it, it's going to be close probably the first couple of quarters but I feel like the, the Rams are just going to tighten up on that so fuck that I ain't going to even get a s- sucker ass no 30, so. <laughs> fuck that Rams 38-21 baby over the Dookie Browns <sighs> go ahead Cal
1: my bad you're all right. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, The Great White, you ever seen the movie The Great White Heist? Series with, uh <laughs> uh-uh, I never
0: heard. Who's in
1: that? Deontay, oh God. God, we may have to take you out the pod. You ain't never seen God, that. Samuel
2: L. Jackson
1: and him in that motherfucker. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, early Jamie Foxx and all that, man. They man, had to no go niggas find him. Hold on, no,
0: don't be fucking coming for my ass. <laughs> You still in the 25. Right, damn. Right. What is it called? I'm watching. I'll pull up the shit now, but damn, don't be getting on me because I'm the youngest.
2: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like, not nah, nah, to be honest with you, I'm kind of like Calvin, like, damn, nigga, you ain't seen the Great White Hype. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, it, it's
0: great- I haven't even heard
1: of it. <laughs> it's, it's kind it kind of was a low budget movie. Got a, uh, what was it, uh, Damon Wayne's, Jamie Foxx. Samuel Jackson, before he made kind of big, he was big, but he wasn't that big, I right? But anyway, it was a movie about you know, saying uh, Damian Wayne was the main, main heavyweight kind of, kind of, kind of was a spoo- a spit off of Mike Tyson when he was knocking dudes out at the time, okay. and uh, he was the big time heavyweight knocking everybody out. They was like, Let's get a white heavyweight in here so we can build revenue and have a big ticket, right? So they went out and found a uh. A challenger for him was a white guy, whatever like that. That's what when you said that about the Great White Hope, it made me think of Baker Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, hilarious movie for the listeners who haven't seen it. Check it
0: out, everybody.
1: Yeah, just waiting on Lee, and then I'll just wait a few seconds before I come in. Okay. Well, yeah, it it actually cut out pretty good. I actually could have ended it there. Actually, um. Okay, uh, just give me a couple seconds, and I'm gonna uh, patch back in. But yeah, like I was saying, it's a very funny movie. I suggest you guys check it out. But me personally, I think it's gonna be a very uh, one-sided game. I think the Rams are gonna beat the Browns for Pope. Uh, OBJ does not like to get physical. You got two physical cornerbacks on the side of the Rams. I don't. I mean, I think I see him running routes very timid tomorrow like his hair. I don't see uh, big moves coming from uh, the Browns at all. Like you said, their uh, line is very shaky. You got Donner up front, the choppy D-line up there uh, with the Rams. I don't see them really getting too much off. I'm definitely taking the Rams with the blowout on this one. Uh, That's my prediction for that game. Anything else you guys want to to reiterate or anything on that? No, I'm good. Nope. Nope, good. Yeah, I, I, we all taking the Rams on that. I don't see the Browns doing too much. I don't think they can handle the Rams. Uh, but anyway, that kind of concludes another week of Sports Talk, KC. Uh, like I said, thank you guys for listening. If you're checking for me, you can find me on uh, Facebook and um,
0: Instagram is Calviat. D-Beats, how can they find you? They're looking for you. Uh, you know, just holler at me at uh, db 1492 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast. Yep,
2: yeah, exactly okay. here, man. Lee86. Yep, yeah, y'all can find me on uh, Facebook, Bradham Jones. You know, a couple of people then reached out, messaged me, you know, saying that they didn't listen to us. So, yes, <laughs> you know, appreciate y'all for reaching out and everything like that. So, yeah, man, just keep on, you know, re- reaching out to us, letting us know y'all tuning in. We here. Uh, like I say, every podcast, is a long season. We bringing it to y'all live and direct. So that's all I got on that. Uh, get, this, uh, get this good W coming up against the Ravens, baby, to go 3-0, our good Chiefs. And let's rock on. Chiefs.
1: Cheese, Cheese. We're going to keep rocking out, guys. Like I said, this concludes another week. So, keep on checking it out with us, the home of the Chiefs. Like I said, for you McDonald's eaters, hopefully y'all can get the sacks for Max or wherever it (laughs) goes. Baby, but that concludes the week. Chiefs out, baby. Yeah. Allah.